Welcome back to another episode of the Pin High Podcast presented by Pin High Media. Uh, this week, we're going to talk about Xander Shoffley's hot run as of late when his last two and a half uh, tournaments he's played in, and we're going to preview the Open Championship, of course. So let's get into it. Jordan Spieth here, and this is the Pan High Podcast. Let's get inside the rope to start the week. 2.5 wins for Xander Shoffley lately. You want to explain that? Yeah, so he won the the Scottish Open last week, um, which is a big tournament to win going into the Open uh, on, on the length side. Um, and obviously everybody knows he won the Travelers Championship as well, which was a couple weeks ago. But he also won the JP McManus Pro-Am, which we kind of touched on last week's episode. That's like a pretty big event. You got a lot of top-notch players playing in that. I think it's a two-day event. I mean, a win's a win, right? So yeah. we're going to count that as a half of a win, and he's won his last two and a half starts, which is insane. And obviously he's going to come into this week pretty pretty favored um you know to win yeah he should probably be the the second favorite i would think rory. i think he, i think he is the second favorite right now to rory. Yeah, rory yeah yeah um yeah this is the best stretch of golf that xander's had in his career so far uh which whatever i thought he was kind of losing it at the beginning of the season i mean he's trevor's guy trevor picks him a lot so we've been paying attention to xander and he hasn't been great to start the season and all of a sudden, now he's starting to put some wins together. So, and Max Homa was talking about this on his podcast with Shane Bacon, like when that was still going on, like a year ago, uh, when Xander just like wasn't getting it done because before the Travelers, when he hadn't won since what twenty nineteen, yeah, it was Century. a couple of years. Yeah, um, he was talking about how like you know. Once he figures it out, like it's going to be scary. Like once he figured, like just closes on a tournament because he could go on a run that like Rom has gone on. Right, Rom before he went on that run, like hadn't really won much either. So um, that was a really good take from from Homa. But I don't know. I mean, there's nothing really that's holding me back from saying he's just going to go out and you know post like a top five top 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 10 finish again this week i mean yeah they're playing last week scottish open legit golf course the renaissance club yep. um final score was seven under um he only shot even par in the final round a couple guys went a little bit lower than that but all we needed was even par i mean that's not like he was destroying an easy golf course over there i mean over here the travelers mm-hmm. he did destroy an easy golf course but he can do both you know, he could do both now so um I'm curious to see what happens to Xander this week. Is he? Is this going to be like his run? Is he going to like win a major just on this insane run that he's been on, or is there going to be a little drop off? Because you know it's hard to win like regularly, let alone back to back starts. And but like we said, the same back thing to back with, to back to back starts. Like we we said the same thing with Scotty Scheffler though going into the Masters. Like can't keep doing it, but like all signs point towards he's going to do it. So, I mean, he's got to be gun to my head. Like who, who's winning this week? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's definitely not 
a hot take at all. I mean, it is just crazy to think that Xander's made this turnaround. And I'm like, I didn't really watch much of the Scottish Open, not going to lie. It was, you know, overseas. It's tough, tough to, to like, tough pay attention to, to it hours, all yeah. the time. I'm like, what has changed for Xander? Has he just been more like consistent off the tee? You know, I think also a factor this week was wedge game became really important because it was so dried out that like, you know, guys were just bombing it down the fairway and, you know, Xander's wedge game, obviously very, very good. So that's part of it, but yeah, I don't know what's, what's more consistent for him. Maybe just like in that final round, piecing it together, um, you know, and just like playing winning golf, I guess. Yeah, and whatever. He ended up making bogey on the last hole, only one by one stroke. I mean, it wasn't really ever in doubt, but uh, <laughs> I know, it, it is just crazy to think that he's gone on this run. I did not expect that for sure. Um, we had some other names near the top of the leaderboard. Tommy Fleetwood had a pretty good week. Patrick Cantlay, um, Matt Fitzpatrick up there. Good, good week going into the next major. I mean, the Scottish Open is a known tune-up event for the Open for guys who haven't been playing Lynx golf and, you know, it's it's definitely something to come out of it. I mean, last year I had a calm workout. I didn't even play that well in the Scottish Open and then ended up playing really well in the open. So yeah. I don't I don't know like how much I'm gonna put into that, but but Xander is hard to ignore. He's just been been so good. I mean, it's hard to ignore a lot of the guys at the top of the leaderboard, like Matt Matthew Fitzpatrick. Like it's it's hard to ignore that name at the top as well. Yeah. Definitely. And he's been playing the best golf of his career right now, kind of a resurgence. So, and yeah. Fleetwood's been playing some pretty damn good golf recently. He has. Um, and, you know, he is English. So maybe that's kind of, you know, knows the Lynx golf style. I, yeah. I definitely will see a lot a of people him this week. It's a storyline for sure. Yeah. I mean, and then I guess elsewhere, there was another PGA Tour event, Barbasol. Trey Mullinax ended up winning that. Uh, I watched that down the stretch at the end. I actually saw, uh, like, what the leader, it was, it was him and Streelman tied after, yeah. after uh, 13 is when I looked at it. And I looked at the two of them, and I was like, it's going to be Mullinax because that's who wins the Barbasol. Trey right. Mallet, that yeah. Mullinax wins the Barbasol. Kevin Streelman, sure. A little more a little more like a, he's a bigger name than yeah. Trey Mullinax. I'm like, no, nah, Trey Mullinax is the name that wins the Barbasol. Yeah. So, I mean, Trey Mullinax punches his ticket into the open. So good for, yeah, him. Good for him. And like, you know, what? I, they were talking about Kevin Stroman kind of down the stretch. He's been like extremely, extremely consistent over the past like 15 years on the PGA tour. He's only won twice and he hasn't won since like 2013, I think, but like, He's been in the top like 125 almost every year. Like it's actually insane. <laughs> yeah, winning. and yeah, you know, he just he sticks around. Yeah. So, but I guess that's enough Barbasol talk for the week. That's enough Barbasol talk for the week for sure. I mean, yeah. One one more thing of housekeeping, I guess. Uh, this morning, Department of Justice is investigating the PGA Tour for anti-competitive behavior against the Live Golf. Um, I mean, that was expected. The players who went to live golf were totally gonna like put down some lawsuits, and you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's not a bad like point. Yeah, they kind of have like a monopoly monopoly on the golf game, and live golf is trying to start their own. Like what? What? 
what argument do they have that they that they aren't monopolizing like what that they're trying to like kind of like you know merge with the dp world tour in a way or you know well i guess i guess the the argument that they have is that like they're not saying you can't go play and live they're just saying if you go play and live you can't play on the pga tour like you just have to choose one or the other like they didn't stop anybody from going to live like like DJ went to live, Bryson went to live, but they're saying you can't play on both. So that might be their counter argument to that. Fair. And I'm not a lawyer, so. <laughs> yeah, neither am I. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe we'll bring in a specialist to talk about this if it goes uh, a little bit further. But yeah, I mean, I just wanted to mention that before, before we get into the open talk. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, let's not let, let live dominate the, the episode as we kind of talked about before. Um, so on that note, might as well move into the, the one fiftieth. Open championship. Um, yeah. So festivities have started already. We had this champions thing go on today. I didn't really get to watch it cause I, I was in the office today, but, um, looked pretty cool. There was like a team event of like former champions playing together. Tiger was there. Rory was there. Um, you know, Jack Nicholas was there. Uh, seemed pretty cool. So that, that was a nice way to, to kind of like start the week. Um, but yeah, 150th open. And I, I have been psyched for this one for, for quite some time. It's going to be, it's going to be special. Cause like, you know, the last time I was there was what, 2015, right? Yeah. And to be quite honest, I kind of became a golf fan in probably in like 2015. So like, this is my this is my first Saint true St. Andrews experience. Right. And I love it when they go to a golf course that like I know the golf course. Like and I, I've never played there, but like, you know, like kind of like Augusta and the Masters every year. Like you know the golf course, you know what like stretch of holes they're about to come into. Um, it's it's very similar of St. Andrews. Like we've all seen St. Andrews, whether it be on a video game or in previous opens or on YouTube videos, like you know, we know the golf course and we know what's going to happen, like what stretch of holes is coming up. Like, oh, they have to score well here because this hole is hard, you know. So yeah. I'm I'm really excited for that. And just some of the early feedback on the course, like it's going to be playing real hard and, and you know, balls are going to roll out quite a bit. The thing is, though, is if weather doesn't really like, you know, cooperate as in if there's not bad weather, like you've seen this course in the past go 19 under like it's it's not a long course if if uh if there's no weather right and if you like i've watched like youtube videos i'm like oh that doesn't look like too hard right and like like especially when you like standing on the first tee like it's it's pretty much 18 and one or like next to each other and it's just one giant fairway wait you didn't play it did you no i didn't no but it's just like one giant fairway when you're like looking like the above camera like angle and you're like okay well first tee like you can't really miss like even if you have those first tee jitters like it's not a hard hole to open up on so uh yeah but i'm I'm super stoked for this um it's gonna be playing really firm as well um i saw a couple of of clips of tiger hitting like little pitch shots um Mm -hmm. was hitting all ball with the pitch shots and and like he slammed it or didn't even slam his club just kind of like hit his club on the ground and you could hear like a loud like thud on the ground it's like he was hitting off concrete i saw him hitting like eight or seven irons around the green that's know, the play this week yeah it'll be it's gonna be a very 
different type. I mean, it's links golf. So there's that, but it's just going to be a very different type of golf as, as you see throughout the whole entire year. Yeah. And then of course the whole thing with the one fiftieth going on, like makes it even more of a spectacle and like, obviously Tiger Woods is there as well. I, I don't think pairings have come out yet, but I'm, I'm excited to see like, I would imagine they'll be. come out tomorrow. Yeah. When, when this podcast releases, Maybe that's what you and Trevor can talk about. You guys can yeah. talk about parents. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Do they put Tiger and Phil with each other? Who knows? I don't know if they will because I just I feel like that they're not about taking away from the tournament and that would take away from the tournament, I guess, maybe a little bit. Maybe. I guess you're you right. Know, I mean, I, I don't, don't think know. they would do it, but I'm like, just I'm just playing devil's advocate. Like, I'd, I'd love to see it. It'd be funny. I mean, yeah, Tiger usually gets paired up with his buddies, so maybe JT, but um Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean I, I'm just like super excited because I don't really know, like I don't can't say like oh this person is gonna win this week like i'm not super confident in any picks i think there's a lot of guys that could go out and play really well at this golf course so i i'm really not sure going into That's this the thing it's i feel like it's gonna be somebody that you kind of wrote off for like no reason like for instance wills Torres, scotty scheffler jt they all missed the cut this week at scottish open everyone's gonna be like ah they're not playing good golf like you know Right. They didn't play good links golf last week. Like they're gonna write them off for, you know, like I mean, it's a good good reason to like you know talk about their struggles like last week, I guess. But it's a major championship, like, and they're the best players in the world. Like they're gonna they're gonna show up. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm looking at the two, 2015 leaderboard right now. Um, Zach Johnson in, in the playoff, obviously. Uh, but Will Ustase is up there. Leishman's up there. Jordan Spieth is up there. I'm sure Jordan Spieth is going to be a popular pick this week. Uh, Sergio, Jason Day, Justin Rose, Adam Scott, Brooks Kepka, like a lot of big names up there. Yeah. And like guys like Deki Matsuyama, like guys who could like still make noise now are have, we're at the top of the leaderboard the last time around. And, uh, and then obviously there's the new guys. So it, it should be fun. Yeah. I, mean, I think there'll be a, a mix of those guys near the top of the leaderboard, hopefully. Who do you think is the most popular pick this week? Is it is it Jordan or Xander? Um, or it's Rory, but but uh, okay, I think Rory is the most popular pick, and he's also the favorite. But I, Rory is definitely the most popular pick this week. I think that's just how how things go with him. Um, I think people will probably slightly pick Jordan over Xander just because of like the popularity between the two. Where like as golf fans might go for Xander over Jordan, but I think you'll see more bets placed on, on Jordan. Yeah. I it, just, because of popularity, I feel like, yes, but, yes. Um, but a lot of bets will also be put on Xander after the run he's on. Um, before we get into picks, what do you think of John Rom this week? I mean, I don't, I won't count John Rom out in any major. I feel like, um, He's been playing kind of not great though. I, I saw I saw a big uh, like shank the other day, or like on uh, that He's was going around. Yeah, going around social media and like I, I've been shanking the ball as well, so I feel your drum wrong. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I don't know. Like when you see that, it like kind of turns me off of him a little bit. But like I also know that like when he gets locked in, like he's going after pins, he's making putts, he's you know doing everything that what you expect from John Rom. So. Uh, I, I won't count him off. I don't say I love him this week, but 
I like wouldn't be surprised if he yeah he went out there and, and showed out. All right, what do you what do you say we get into skins? And we can talk about some more people on top of our picks, um, but let's get into skins. Yeah, so so skins this week. We're at St Andrews. We're at at the old course. Um, I didn't put any any real notes into here, but. It, you know, it's going to be playing firm. It's going to be, it's not a super long golf course. Obviously you don't want to be in the rough. Um, weather is rough. That gets a little dangerous. Um, a lot of guys, this is a positional golf course. In my opinion, it's not like a bomb it down there and, you know, chip it on and make a putt. I think it's more of like a, you have to hit it in this spot. And like, I think everybody knows the spots, uh, for the most part. And then you have to hit a good second shot, um, to, to, to make it happen. You know, there's going to, like you were saying earlier, there's going to be a lot of seven irons, eight irons, a lot of weird shots, uh, you know, rolling it up to the green, using that slope, using the the firmness of the golf course to, to get close to the pin. So um, it should be very interesting. Uh, it's hard to like target a type of player that's going to do well in this because I think, you know, if you have good approach game and you putt well, you, you have a chance at St. Andrews, anyone from mm. top to bottom. Right. All right. I actually just saw somebody when I was looking through the, the odds. I, I have my pick, but I saw somebody else that quite intriguing. Um, but on that note, I think you picked Xander last week, correct? Um, I did not, I don't think. But... Oh no, you picked uh you picked Mito. Yeah, I picked Mito last week and he went I think he went four under the first round and then he went yeah. eight over the next round i think or more no, than he that. went he shot four 80, and then 11. yeah he shot 82 the next round i believe and then i picked rasmus hoygard who actually finished like in the top five i think so yeah. that would have been a big hit but like i mean i guess well speaking of xander since since trevor put in his pick first yeah um trevor's going with xander he's plus 1300 is what i could find mm, um, not a surprise yeah i mean that's trev's guy the hottest golfer right now, um, which is it's crazy to think based on how well like Scotty Scheffler's played this year. Yeah. But Xander Shoffley right now is is the hottest guy and, and Trevor's going with his guy. So I, I could definitely see it happen. But then again, this is a major Xander could just finish like second. So <laughs> we'll see. Happen. Okay. Um you can go first. I'll okay. You go first. So I've had my pick set in stone for for weeks. Honestly, so have you? Yeah, so I'm I'm going with Shane Lowry. He's 22 to okay. one. Um, he's had like a terrific season, except for the U.S. Open. He's had a terrific season. Um, this is a guy like if if the weather does get a little bad, which I'm not sure. I haven't really looked at the forecast. I'm not sure if it will. Um, this guy's gonna gonna play through the weather. He's gonna play pretty well. If it if it is bad, if it's not bad, well, he's also good enough to to play well and and to, you know do well at this golf course. Um, you know, he's been pretty good this year. I mean, he played in the Irish open a couple weeks ago. I think he finished, uh, like in the top 10, um, he has a bunch of top tens this year, a bunch of top twenties. Like it, it's pretty rare to see a leaderboard where he's not in the top 20. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with, with Shane Lowry 22 to one. I, he's just like the type of guy that, that I like to get through the elements and to also score if the elements aren't that bad. I like that pick. I mean, it makes sense. Um, he's an open championship winner, you know, solid around the greens. 
he's yeah. a good pick. Um, that being said, I've just decided to pivot. Pivots could go one way or the other. <laughs> so my pick was Cam Smith. He's a great wedge player. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to be you have to, you have to be positional off the tee, but like, you know, it's links golf. You can occasionally afford some some left and right. So, you know, I th- I think he and he's a, he's a fantastic putter, but so I think he's he's a good pick, but. I, I get I'm getting the tingly feeling about Patrick Cantley. Finished well yeah. last week. Yeah. Play playing pretty good golf. Finished well at the I mean, other than his final round of the Travelers, which is just an anomaly. He was pretty much gonna win the Travelers. Yeah. Um, and that was a little tough, but like no one twenty six to one, like that's that's really yeah, good. pretty damn good for the caliber that that he is. Yeah, I mean, he was the hottest player in the world at the end of last season. Kind of started off this season a little tough, but he's kind of found his form again, I would say. Not a guy that people are talking about at all. Um, no. You know, I, I saw his name, you know, on the leaderboard last week, and I was like, oh, Patrick Kenley, like, played well last week. But I didn't ever really think about picking him. Uh, I don't know why. Like, just didn't yeah. really pop into my head. And I actually like that pick a lot. He's, he's solid in all facets of the game. Um, now should have, I, should I have said that? Cause now you're going to pick him and you're, I don't think so. Uh, he might be, he might he be, might worth, be actually below, worth too much. much. He's probably worth like somewhere in this. Like he might be even seven. Yeah. I have a lot of ground to make up too. So we'll, we'll see uh, how that works in the, in the office pool, but yeah, I like it. Um, Maybe he's a guy I'll, I'll throw like the, like the, the little side bet on, but not put in my lineup. I mean, I'm not going to lie. He feels like an open champion, doesn't he? Doesn't he? Yeah. Cam Smith kind of also does too, though. I can see him walking like down. In a sense, yeah. Down I mean, I'm, I'm a little concerned about Cam Smith's like off the tee game because that's kind of been like the, the death of the Cam Smith the last like couple of weeks ever since we yeah. were the Masters. Like it's just been like at in high pressure moments, he's just been going like left and right. And that's, yeah. you know, not great. So, I mean, when, so, he, when he gets that in tune, he's such a good player, but we'll see. There's a couple of things that I have written down um, that I want to cover. Um, the first being, who do you think is the top live golfer this week? Who do you think finishes best out of the live uh, live guys? Oh man, um, you know what? I'm gonna go if Louis stays in. Okay, he's just like he's a open champion, right? I think so. That's the one major that he's won. Yes. Open or PJ? Open, I believe. Yeah. Um, open. Yeah. Open. He's finished second the last time they played here. He was in the playoff. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's a good weather golfer. I don't know. He hasn't been great recently, like not as good as last year, but, you know, the live golf, uh, like the, the players aren't the, like none of them have really been in the best form. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously it's a major Brooks Kepka could play well, but um, Something I want to mention. I put my money on Louis Ustazen if he was. This is who I um, was talking about earlier. That is kind of intriguing to me, just at the value. Taylor Gooch is one hundred and twenty to one. 
yeah, I mean that he's not, you know, the atmosphere is not going to be great for him this week, obviously. So <laughs> I, I don't know if, if, if they'll care over and no, I no, it's, it's just not going to be as good as Liv. Oh, <laughs> it's not going to be as good as Liv. Yeah. He's not going to be like hyped up because the atmosphere is just not going to be great at, at the open. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, I can see that. I can see him going up the top of the leaderboard there. Mm. Um, he's one of those guys. Patrick Harrington's a hundred to one. And Taylor Gooch is 120. Granted, yeah, I think that's like open champion like bias. Yeah. That's like European open champion bias, I believe. Yeah. No, that's fair. Um, and then what was the other thing I wanted to mention? Oh, okay. Um, Tiger Woods. Do you think he can hold up for four days? Yes. I do. Okay. Like word on the street is he's been playing like eight, 80 plus holes like a day. Like yeah, I saw I, I saw that. Which I don't know how much of that like I fully believe, but mm-hmm. like I don't know. I, I he'll hold up for four days. I think I think he'll actually play pretty well because like kind of like the Masters Augusta. Like this is a course that he knows, you know, like the back of his hand. Like it's just Tiger's been there, played there likes being there like i'm sure he wants to win at st andrews 150 of open like he's gonna give it his best shot i think so um i think i think the game the gas tank empties this week for for tiger okay i mean i don't know if i have much of a take i think i'm definitely excited to watch him play the open you know i'm not i I mean i'm i've been vocal about how i'm not the biggest like Oh, whoa, it's Tiger. Like, yeah, cool. But, like, here, I mean, it's not the longest course. It's, you know, it's not the hardest course to walk. It'll be interesting to see. It's one of those things where you're like, feels a little Augusta 2019 ish. Listen, if he's like within five strokes going into the final round, he's going to finish really well. If he's like a little bit outside of it, that final round he's going to take his foot off the gas and and maybe not finish great. Um, I don't I'd know. Find some value on like a top thirty for Tiger. Like a top thirty is probably like plus one ninety or one eighty. Like, let me look for you. I I, mean, I feel like he real. I mean, like yes, there's a storyline that everybody really wants it this week because everybody just like you know it's a sick tournament. Top one ninety, one ninety for Tiger. One ninety, yeah, wow. Yeah, good. so like. It's almost like you work for never mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um I'm good with odds. I don't know why. But um yeah, Tiger plus one ninety to finish top thirty. Like I'd probably take that. Cause like I said, like if he's in the top twenty and like he's you know, things are falling apart, like he might scoot down a little bit. But if he's like within strokes, like Tiger's gonna activate Tiger mode and he's gonna do his thing and finish in the top ten, maybe. So I don't Is know. We'll any, we'll have uh, to see how he holds up, obviously, over the course of a week, but is there any make the cut bets on Tiger out there? I'm sure it's minus money. You think? I would I, could, I mean, I could see this going going a different way for Tiger. Like, you never know. Like, obviously, there's the thought that, oh, he could, like, you know, at least for two days bring it. But, like, there's also it's a, it's a major championship. You could go, like, 12 over. Yeah. I mean... Definitely. Um, yeah. And then like one other person I do want to mention, Matthew Fitzpatrick, 
PGA champion, I mean, or US Open champion, sorry. Um, coming off a good week last week, coming off of a US Open win. Like, no, 100%. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I wouldn't be surprised. He's no, just, I'm not at all. That's, I, I think the three guys that I, that I look at and I'm like, it just makes sense is Spieth, Fitzpatrick, and Xander. It just, one of those three just like really feels like it, but at the same time, it's a major championship and anyone can come out of the clouds. Yeah. Which brings okay. me to my next point. Yeah. Who's your, we'll call it the, the Richard Bland of this week. Cause when remember when he was like leading the U S open, who's yeah. your, who's your, he doesn't win this, this, this person, but who's, Who's going to make some noise like the Cameron Tringali of last week? Like who's, who's leading this tournament at some point, like the Russell Henley, like all those guys that like have like led majors before, but then like right. quickly by the, by the end of Saturday or by the middle of Sunday, they're out of it. Yeah. I have a name in mind. Um, shooting from the hip here a little bit. I'm not sure if it's totally random enough, but I guess based on how he's played this year, it is Harris English. I no, that's random. That's, I mean, Harris not random, English, but it's like that's he's like he's won before on the PGA Tour. Yeah. He's not really like a huge major guy, but I mean, Harris Harris, Harris English. Uh, I could see him. He hasn't had the best of seasons either. I could just see him being that guy who leads, like, kind of on the Justin Rose like path. Like Rose hasn't been great the last couple of years, but for some reason, when the majors come around, you see his name up there for a day or two. Mm-hmm. I'm also kind of shooting from the hip here because that 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 question just kind of came off the top of my head, um, and it's not exactly coming to me easily. Looking at this leaderboard, I know Ian Poulter is going to miss the cut. That's for sure. I mean, I'll I'll go. I'll take it one further and say like, who's the DP World Tour player? I got I have someone in mind for that. That like nobody knows, but like is going like, to John Catlin. Well. Like he's played well. I think it's going to be uh, Marcus Armitage. Ooh, I've got one for you. He's okay. played pretty well, and he's a live tour guy. Scott Vincent. Okay, didn't even know he was in the field. I didn't Honestly. either until I just saw it. he's 421. But that's not that's that's too random, I feel like, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think I think I hit it with Harris English. I'm not gonna lie. I, Harris English I, is a I'm, good I'm, one. I might have to put him in my lineup this week just just because. <laughs> Brian Harmon comes to mind, like a Dylan Fratelli. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to throw too many names out there because then then all of a sudden <laughs> Yeah. We're getting a little there, but I one more thing, I guess. Uh, let's let's say hundred to one or more. Like hundred to one or more. Yeah, who could win from a hundred to one or more? I mean, I I said it earlier, Taylor Gooch, but um, you know, another one that that sticks out to me is Billy Horschel. Yeah, I didn't even know. I'm like looking at the odds right now. I didn't even know he was a hundred to one or more. That's kind of crazy. Hundred twenty to one. Yeah. That's that's wild. Um, yeah, I'm kind of looking right now. Um, Sebastian Munoz is kind of popping out to me just because he's uh, won a couple of events, but that. he doesn't feel like a major guy. Like uh, I just no, don't no, see no. it as a, in a major. But hard no. I'm um, sorry. 
Yeah, I'm trying to find somebody who I think could, could win the major, and I'm I'm kind of struggling I, here past 100 to Web. I mean, maybe is Web doesn't feel on, like doesn't on. feel like it. It feels like his, you know. I, was, I will say Keegan Bradley is 110 to one, and I saw that. That, that feels right. I don't know. He's so shaky on those short putts, though. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I'm not saying he's going to win. And he's 110 to one, but I just it feels a little bit more on the right track. I don't know. I, I'm not Great. super confident in that. Yeah. And then last part is pet left part skins. Do we want to put together a more reasonable, not a 15 legger, but like a call it a four leg? Um, yeah, like a parlay position. Yeah. Doesn't have to be top forties. We can be a, a mixture. Be, yeah, a little bit of a mix. Like, do we want to throw like Xander top five in there at plus two eighty? I mean, I, yeah, I would. I'm cool with a Xander top five plus two eighty. Maybe let's make it top ten. Top uh, ten plus one sixty. I think top twenty. Is- top twenty. I feel like you got to include Will Zalatoris just because it's a major. I don't know. I kind of got scared off by last week. Yeah, it is a little scary, but it's major. Like, I don't know why. Just ball striking is like, like I don't know. I just, I feel like you have to include it. I don't know why, but on the site that I'm looking at, um, I'm not seeing top twenties. <laughs> top twenties. I got top twenties. I mean, top twenty. The only people so under people so minus one twenties. Starts at Matt Fitzpatrick, Jordan Spieth, Sandra Trophy, Roy McIlroy. Those are the only people that are minus money. Everybody else in the field is plus money. For the purpose of the pod, let's put Xander plus 280 in there for top five. Okay. Then for top 20, we can throw in, who would you say? I said Zal Torres is plus one thirty-five, but I'm open to two suggestions. Tommy Fleetwood's plus one seventy. I mean, we could put Cantley in; he's plus one thirty-five as well. That's your top twenty. Yeah, sure, go for it. Um, top thirty. You said Billy Horschel. You mentioned his name. He's plus two eighty for top thirty. Yeah, let's go with that. Um, and I guess we could round it out of top forty in there i mean i know he's minus 110 but max home has made like eight of his last eight top 40s pretty good has he did he go did he play in a scottish open yeah and he was at five under at one point on sunday yeah because like you know i'm always like worried about guys like how are they like links golf wise but that that's a pretty scottish open is a good test um so good to yeah. know so that parlay of xander top five can't wait top 20 horschel top 30 and homa top 40 is plus 6378 so that's what 10 to win 630 whatever yes not bad not bad at not all bad at all yeah i like it so that, that took us a while but but we got there in the end yeah um, All right. in, the, I mean, in the clubhouse, yeah, let's go. That rounds out skins. Premonitions, I feel like it's an premonitions, open. premonitions for sure. 
You got anything off the top of your head? Uh, it's tough, tough to say because we've been we've been talking about a lot of things we we could see. Mm-hmm. Um, just on the live golf train, I think the live golf guys are going to struggle. I mean, it's not very much of a hot take, but I don't know why the quality of golfer just it feels a little off. I feel like they're going to struggle. Um, definitely, we'll have another premonition, but I'm, I got one. I'm thinking if you want me to? Yeah, fill. go ahead. Um, I'm trying to think how I want to phrase this so I target the right group of people. My premonition is that someone from the European, from Western Europe is going to win the Open. Just feels right. The 150th open, it just feels right. Yeah. And then I guess my last premonition is I don't think the golf course is going to win this week. I think the scores are going to be pretty low. I don't know. Do we know what the weather's supposed to be like? Not sure. But the last time they played the open, final score was 15 under. Yeah. Of course. It definitely. um... You know, the old course hasn't changed in however many years and the golf like the quality of golfer has it's just gonna, gotten I mean, better it's and better on the weather but i agree yeah. if there's no weather it's, it's gonna get torn up yeah so i that's that's what i think i haven't even checked the weather but that's just but you're really good at, at the winning score i am really good at the winning score um that'll that'll be with, how we close with off. my with my premonition there um I think you'll have some scoring days and then like one day that's like not as nice scoring wise. I think if they, they do score the first two days, they're the course is just going to get harder and harder. I feel like they're going to not water it, whatever, make it more firm. Uh, so with that, I think the final score is going to be 12 under is going to be the winner of the open. Okay, I wouldn't exactly say that'd be the course getting to. Sh- no, I, I wouldn't. Think I would actually. I think you'd take that if you're saying if you're. I think like after two days, you'll see guys close to that score, but then rounds three and four, it gets a little bit tougher, and then guys kind of come back down, and twelve under is kind of where it lands. That's just my okay. my guess. Actually, and then final thing before we before we head out, what's the cut line? Whew. Cut line tough. Plus one? One over? I think plus three makes the cut. Okay. Plus three will be the cut line. That that's what I think. I I, I think you good... have some some really low scores near the near the top, but like I think plus three kind of that's what the Scottish to the bottom. Was. Yeah. I'm gonna go with plus one just because yeah. Why not? That was the first one that came off the top. That was the first too. one that came yeah. in mind. You gotta stick with it. Yeah. All right. Um, any other things you want to cover? Um, not really. I'm just really excited to watch some golf. Uh, Very excited. It's kind of annoying wake that like, it you're is overseas. But what'd you say? What time are you going to wake up on Thursday? I don't know. When I I need to see like what the T sheet comes out. Like when the yeah, first like before see, I like schedule schedule like when I'm going to blind blind T sheet. Like you don't know. I mean, the last time, the, like, like I the remember like during, during the pandemic, when was it the pandemic? We didn't have the open, the pandemic. So it was last year, the, the open, I think. 
Yeah. Maybe two years, maybe three years ago. I don't know. I mean, last year we were like the summer after college. And like, it, it was a couple, it was a couple years ago. I think I remember like waking up like at like four in the morning to watch like the opening tee shot, which was like r- ridiculous, but yeah, I, I, in the past I've, I've, I've like stayed up until like, I think the, it's usually like in the two o'clock hour. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm going to do that, but um, especially because I know they're going to give the good tea times to, to guys that like we want to watch. So, um, and the sun stays up a lot longer there too. So like the Scottish open, like the leaders teed off at like one thirty Eastern, which is like, you know, meaning that it ended at like 30, like nine or 10, like yeah, local time. So and like, it was like still like the lighting was fine. So I don't think it's going to be that much of an issue like in the end, but you know, that's the only thing I don't like about the open. Yeah. All right. Well, final major of the year. Let's hope it's a good one. Absolutely. Cause you know, the next stretch of golf, it's fun. It's still good, but like, it's not, it's not the same. Yeah. Well, we'll see you next week for whatever tournament follows the 150th open at St. Andrews.